0: want to
1: take us on a little side quest?
0: goku's one of the greatest anime heroes of all time he's badass he's awesome dude hands
1: down final fantasy 7 wins every day how could you not love the mario brothers movie? robocop kicks everyone else's ass and that's why superman sucks oh the velociraptors kick ass in dressing park every single day yep went out a bit of a rant there huh
0: oh Oh, see what I did there, Justin? It is Spooktober! We are finally back to where it all began. Welcome to the show.
1: (laughs) Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm spooky. I got a a spooky alien rod going into places that it shouldn't be going, but that's what happens in October. Oh, yes, you're right.
0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, is the SideQuest Podcast. This is Spooktober. This is where it all began. Uh, If you guys have been with us since the very beginning, two years ago, which seems like a fucking real long time ago now, uh, we started the podcast like the first of October, and, and rightfully so, because we are very big... October fans, Halloween fans, horror fans, all the above. And so Justin and Eric are here today. Jeff is actually at Fright Fest at Six Flags, so he's having a spooky good substitute for not being here. But uh, we couldn't resist to just come on and talk some spooky things and movies and scary stories and all the fun stuff that goes with Spooktober. So we are very close to Halloween. We are a week and some change away from the big day, which is on a fucking Monday. So, mm. first rant. I got to do it cuz Jeff's not here. Can we all agree that Halloween for trick-or-treating and families and friends and all that fun stuff should happen on the last Saturday of October?
1: Mm, yeah, but I think there's something about the demonic possessions that occur <laughs> on the 31st in particular <laughs> that would you you would just be ignoring. So many.
0: You're right. I don't want to. Sorry, minorities or majorities. I don't know what you might be, but sorry to those people. (laughs) I did not mean to offend you within 90 seconds of the podcast. But you're right. I don't want to take away from that. I want to add to it. But I think like growing up as a kid, we had like no rules, no limitations, uh, we could just trick or treat mostly all night or go to the unincorporated places. And I know you go back in our archives, listen to some previous Spooktober episodes, but spoiler alert, Justin was Mr. Egg Thrower Boy. Uh, he had a, a spookingly good time at uh, vandalizing and, and sharing the the scares with kids and, and cars and houses alike. Uh, oh, yeah. And I think if that were on a Saturday, you could you could really load up. You could get some more friends that might be grounded or stuck doing homework or some shit because it's a school night so i'm all for bring it to saturday not that i can really go trick-or-treat anymore but come on like let's be honest around here in the chicagoland area you get to start trick-or-treating at like 334 and you're done at seven it's just it doesn't make any sense most people aren't even home the kids just run around and by the time you get done with work and all that fun stuff like it's the fun is over so I'm going to really, I'm really, if, if you're going to vote me for president this year, I don't even think it's this year, but whenever. That's the first order of agenda of business. So, Justin, I think you're my VP on that.
1: Thank you. I, I agree with you in theory, by all means. Like, because there's something about it. I've, I've always thought Halloween doesn't start until dark. Mm. But modern Halloween ends when the sun goes down and it's like, this is all the spooks and the goblins are coming out to like, scare you and murder you when it's (laughs) dark out.
0: I know it's the spookiest time. And that's the best time. Like that's, that's the fun part about the Halloween is like, you know, about trick or treating was, You know, you get out of school, you run home, you're already in your costume, you get your pillowcase, and you start running around, and then it slowly starts to get dark. And then you typically have to come back for a quick break, right? You got to eat some dinner, eat some pizza, have some candy, chow down, but then it's time for round two. Now Mm -hmm. it gets dark out. Now it gets spooky out. Now only the real... Uh, real VIPs and the real MVPs are going out, the people that really are dedicated to uh, the trick-or-treat because that's when it gets spooky, there's a big chill in the air, and uh, yeah, you know, you just start ringing doorbells, and if anything, you're probably scaring people because not... <laughs> it took me a couple of years, I'll admit, to understand that the porch lights being off means don't ring our doorbell, we're done with you. And it's like nine, ten o'clock <laughs> at night and people are getting their doorbells rung from me and a group of kids in masks and costumes and no shit. No one's coming to the door, but I can only imagine the people that are up in there probably at the time water beds or something, whatever was hit back in the day uh, that they were uh, shaking in their little jammies and, and their little boots because they're like, who the fuck could that be? Like our porch light is off. Did they not get the memo? Um, you know,
1: let, let me take you on a, a, maybe we've done this side quest before, and Take us. So if you're if you're a new listener, this is this is going to be a little bit new for you. Well, how do you, how do you operate Halloween as an adult? Are you answering the door every time it rings? Are you a put a bowl of candy out and hope for the best? Yeah. Like what's what's your strategy?
0: Great question. So I guess what I'll say is nowadays, since I mostly work from home, um, I do like to try to answer the door and get as many kids as I can. Our neighborhood, it's kind of like a big circle. So there's probably about 50 houses in the neighborhood. So it's really not like the go-to place for people to come trick-or-treat. Like you go to the big neighborhoods, the ones where you can just go street to street to street and it's endless suburbs here in the Chicagoland area. But in my neighborhood in particular, there's not that many. So I will answer the door and hand out as much candy as I can. And then when it gets to a certain point, like if I'm done or I just want to watch TV or whatever, like I'm done with it, uh, or the weirdos come out, right? Like the kind of we're way too old to trick or treat and they're not really wearing a costume and you just don't know what, what they're what they're doing out besides being weirdos. Uh, that's when I'll usually leave the bowl candy out. But I got to say this really quick is that there have been some years where we would like go off to walk with our nieces and nephews and like kind of hang out with them. So we would typically just leave a bowl out for that. But if I'm home, I love to hand out candy. I love to just kind of be outside. It's kind of like a vibe in the air, you know, just like, Pop the garage door open, put a table out there, and see who dares come walk up uh, and take some candy. Because I'm pretty not. <laughs> <sane>. <laughs> How about you?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I, I'm a. We are a put a bowl out with a sign. Hey, nothing and wrong that's, with that. That's nothing against. It's just, you know. The way that our house is set up, it's like everything's upstairs and then the doorbell rings and you have to come downstairs. And if we don't give the candy, then you risk getting your house egged (laughs) and you don't want that. So it's just kind of like, just let let them have the bowl. The the dog doesn't have to get bothered. Yeah. Eat your Twix.
0: Hey, it's logical. And then you guys get to chill upstairs, kind of close the shades, put on some scary movies and like... You know, have your own fun spooky time. Make some spooky cocktails and just kinda chill out. I mean, exactly. I like that. Because here's the other thing too. Um, you know, it also takes that like uh I'll say that like emotional meter or like what am I trying to say? Kind of like the energy meter, right? Like, oh my gosh, and who are you? And your costumes like every time you open the door, you gotta be like overly excited and you gotta be almost like you know, I don't know, like Mr. Rogers times 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I feel like you just deplete all your energy by just having trick-or-treaters come up. And I don't know, maybe that's just me, but like, that's another kind of tolling, taxing thing that it's like, oh man, every single kid that walks up and like, neighbors, oh my gosh, so good to see you guys. It's like, oh shit, here we go.
1: Um, see, But I, I really like your open the garage, put a table out and sit there. Yeah maybe maybe you got a drink maybe you got a cooler full of beers for yeah. the adults like that i can get behind like that yeah. that's really cool but and, there's there's for what it's worth not many children in our neighborhood so yeah. it's not you know not that big of a deal yeah i hear you
0: i hear you there and that's that's kind of some of the fun parts is like we've seen neighbors kind of post up and it just the you know the parents walking around it's like hey go a couple houses down we're going to stop here and grab a beer grab a jello shot or something and so it's kind of cool at times, but if that if that thing's not going on on the block, then it's kind of like, all right, well, are we going to try to start it? If we open up the garage, is anybody even going to come? And it's like, it, half the time, it's not even worth it. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. let's just be spooky indoors and leave the candy outside, and the kids can run around and have fun. Go have a blast. Um, I got to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um, costume ideas for 2022. What do we think... Uh, are going to be some, maybe some of the most popular. Are there any like unique ones or funny ones that you've seen online so far? I know it's still early. Uh, the big parties haven't really happened until we'll say this weekend and probably next weekend, obviously. But um, any costume ideas for this year?
1: I've got two. Okay, two. One that we floated up amongst our group to try to, to try to pull off is a, a Johnny Depp Amber themed group <laughs> costume. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> um, there's so many different versions of Johnny Depp. Sorry, John's Depp. Yes. Um, that it's like you could be Secret Window or Jack Sparrow or... Um, I mean, there's there's the, in, an infinite, not literally an infinite amount. And then, and then just have one version of her yeah, just walking around shitting in everyone's bed.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I love that
1: just giving away some chocolate candies to people and be like, you got shat on. Gotcha. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) That's a good one. Outside of, outside of that, I think that sadly, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of Dahmer costumes this year.
0: Oh man. I'm so glad you said that. That was going to be on my list of just like, it's, you know, it's such a weird thing though. Like, you know, if you think about it, humans are really fucking weird, right? Like this guy murdered, (laughs) ate, killed, cooked up people, And the show came out on Netflix at probably the perfect time for spooky season. And it's pretty brutal. We finished it. I know you guys finished it. Like, it's definitely... He definitely did a fantastic job. Like, he did not break that Dahmer character at... Like, he was very creepy the whole time. Like, he's just a creepy Mm -hmm. dude in general. But, um... Yeah, you're right. Like people will most likely dress up and like have that camera and have the glasses and the wig. And I could have swore. I don't know if I was dreaming on this, but Amazon or some online store mentioned like we are no longer allowing like a quote unquote Jeffrey Dahmer costume. Like people are finding a way to sell kits and now you can buy them all separate, but they don't allow you to buy them together.
1: And that's I. Uh, it was Amazon. Yeah, I yeah. Heard that as well. And it's just kind of like it's so weird. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I. We we talked about the show a little bit a few weeks ago. I want to hear your your final judgment on Jeffy Dahmer.
0: Yeah, I mean, overall, I enjoyed the show. I I do enjoy the Netflix shows that they they've got this like I don't know. I'm not gonna say they coined it. By any means, I feel like some other shows in the past did this as well, but they always tend to, the good shows, not all of them, but they tend to end on that, like, cliffhanger. There's always, like, they they give you a little taste of what's to come in the next episode, and you're like, well, fuck, now I, it's like 11 o'clock, now I have to watch the next episode, because all of a sudden, like, he just, you know, he's starting to cook somebody's, like, kidney, right? <laughs> Something happens where it's like, it just gets more interesting all of a sudden, and it's like, whoa, I didn't think it could, and then it does and does. I really enjoyed the show. It was very creepy. I liked how they really went to the awkward... Like, you almost felt uncomfortable watching it. Like, it was almost like... I I can only imagine them filming it. Like, it it must have been, like, a very small set of just a couple of people. Because I don't know how, as actors, you could go there and do that. Like, I get it. It's it's plain pretend and it's having fun. But, like, this is some serious shit. (laughs) Like, this is... Jeffrey Dahmer murdering actual victims and you have to recreate a lot of the things that actually happened, which is probably, you know, for an actor, probably a little, uh, unnerving, but, um, I really enjoyed the show. I like what they did with it. I like how they went from start to finish on his entire life in what, 10 episodes or 12 episodes, however many it was. Um, and I enjoyed all the actors. I thought the dad who's been in a whole bunch of movies, I forget his name, but he was a fantastic actor. Um, Dahmer was fantastic. And, you know, I never knew, uh, even though I've, like, read Dahmer before and looked at Wikipedia and he's been in a whole bunch of other kind of quote-unquote shows and documentaries, I never knew about the the black woman that was really, like, kind of spearheading and leading the whole, like, anti-Dahmer, I told you so motherfuckers. And <laughs> 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 I, never, I never knew about that part. So, overall, awesome show. I would give it a 9 out of 10. And, um, yeah, it's very, very gory and bloody and not always for the faint of heart. But, fuck yeah, I powered through it.
1: like that
0: yeah what were your final thoughts i know you enjoyed it did you get a nine out of ten out of it or what did you think of overall
1: yeah i'd probably settle at a nine out of ten based on the quality of the acting nick cave just brought down the house with the soundtrack yes like that music was so creepy and you can listen to it on spotify and actually like (laughs) <laughs> I was listening to to a daily playlist the other day, and Lionel comes home, or Lionel finds out was the name of the track that came up on my daily, and it was just like, mm. and I was like, what the hell is going on right now? Am I going to get killed? <laughs> but I, I mean, between like those elements, like in what. what Evan Peters did and like what he brought and just the attention to detail and then on top of that I think that it's an underrated portion of the show is they really focused on the lives and the personalities of a lot of the victims. Yes. So I don't know, I've heard people grumble that it sort of celebritizes Dahmer Mm -hmm. but I watched the show and learned about these people that he victimized killed and ate yeah, and I mean, I was like, I had no clue, like the depth of right. the people that he just he. he yeah, I, I I like I appreciated that.
0: Yeah, and I wonder, um, you know, I have to imagine at some length, right? Like these families uh, are being approached by the series and saying, like, hey, how much can we show? Because I could only imagine, like, if the if each uh, family said, yeah, go for it, go from his, you know, his whole life story, because. That one, I think it was the one deaf black guy, he had, like, the biggest story of all of it, and they must have just allowed it to saying, like, hey, we want to show everybody who he was and who he is and yada yada. And it's, like, some other ones were, like, really quick and probably didn't even get a say, or they might have just said, like, fuck off, I don't want to remember this stuff. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm just going to pick up your kid on the side of the road and kill him with the, you know... uh." Uh, fucking dumbbell, and then that's that. Uh, So, you know, we're, we're at least going to do that, so if you want us to do more, let us know, but if not, so, yeah, I, I mean, it was it was pretty brutal, but I, I agree. I like that they spent a lot of time doing that as opposed to just, you know, him creeping behind the scenes, and it was interesting to see how much he was like, how much he, like, respected his dad and, like, didn't want to get caught. He seemed like such a young fucking child, and I think, I mean, I know he kind of was, but, like, I don't know. It's like so much adolescence there in all of his little trying to hide stuff and like I don't want my dad to see or I don't want you to see what's in the box. So I'm gonna lock my door and, <laughs> and not let you in. Like it was just, it's just so weird. It was just really, really fucking weird. I don't know. I yeah. I, I really enjoyed it though. Good times.
1: It was, it was well done. That's, well done. I mean, we so, we need not say more than that. So absolutely,
0: but Dahmer costumes for sure. Um, I'm thinking. You know, there's probably going to be maybe some Marvel costumes just because why why not? There's a, like there's Thor, there's just some shows that came out, but beyond that, maybe Elvis cuz the movie dropped. Um I'm thinking gosh, what else? Oh, Stranger Things. I know you haven't seen season 4, but there was a lot of like memorable characters and costumes, and I'm sure there's going to be some Stranger Things costumes floating around. Uh who could forget like just, you know, different uh Disney movies like Encanto and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know what adults will, but definitely some kids, for sure. Um, mm. You know, outside of that, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, Ted Lasso. Um, I know he's kind of a big hit. We watched two seasons of it already. I mean, it's kind of a pretty simple costume to put together. I'm sure Hocus Pocus, because, of oh, course.
1: good point. Good you know, point.
0: But, I don't know. Outside of that, it's like, usually there's like some real funny ones or clever ones. Like, I have not seen any of those yet like i'm always waiting for the like the ones that like get on reddit and they're just super clever like the only one i saw recently and i don't know how old it was but it was like kind of funny where it's like a ghost like a white sheet with two big you know holes for eyes and on the sheet is like a text like the girl like he says hey she says uh like hey he says hey it was a great time at the movies do you want to go out and see another one again and then it was like, you know, message read with the two check marks. And then underneath that was like, uh, yeah, just just curious if you want to go out again. And then it was like, hello. <laughs> and it was just like, it was basically like being ghosted, right? Like, it was just a funny new way of like, oh, I get it. Okay. Text back and forth. She, she read it and like, she's not responding back. She's ghosting you.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. I get it. I got to tell my dad and teach it to him, but fuck, I get it.
1: You know what would be a really cool like group costume to do? I just randomly thought of this, but what? to do like the cast of home alone. Ooh. Yeah. You got Harry, you got Marv chasing around Kevin McAllister the whole time, then you got the dad just like paying for pizza. <laughs>
0: got the neighbor with the shovel and
1: yeah, the salt. Like, that would just and you just go about your, your routine and yeah. somebody's buzz and he's just like bullying people. It's just I I don't know. Maybe we do that next year.
0: I like that. Yeah, and that's stuff that needs to be brought back, too. Like, have some fun with it. Think outside the box. So, everybody out there, let us know what you're going to be for Halloween. If you dress up, I mean, we still like to dress up. I don't think I'm ever going to be too old to dress up, but will I actually go trick-or-treat and knock on doors? Probably not, because I'll probably, in this day and age, get arrested. I'll be on everybody's ring doorbell, and I'll probably get fired immediately from my job uh, once they find (laughs) out. So, thanks, uh, technology. I can't have fun anymore. Um but I was just, uh, I was just thinking, you know, it's it's Halloween season. It's all the spookies are coming out, and it kind of made me think back to somewhat an old movie uh, back in the late nineties. It Was called Urban Legend. Um, I don't know if you remember that movie. It was pretty good. It was kind of like, oh, yeah. a, gosh, I I could have swore, and I didn't really realize this until I read about it. Like Scream kind of kicked off that whole slasher. Like, 90s craze, right? Like, we know there were some slasher movies before, but nothing like we saw in the 90s, right?
1: Correct. Scream took the... the Revitalized the teen slasher and modernized it.
0: Yeah. And so, from that, like, they greenlit what? I Know What You Did Last Summer, and they shot it and edited it within, like, 10 months, from, like, script to shooting to final to release. was, like, apparently 10 months when I read about it. That blew my mind. Uh, Next, And one of those also was Urban Legend. Like, they shot it and basically just like every studio is like fuck they hit a gold mine go 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 write something and so i just wanted to a get your feedback on you know how did you enjoy the movie for our listeners out there that maybe haven't seen it yet it's not the greatest so don't go in there with high expectations i think it's pretty spooky and at the time it seemed you know when we were young children uh or maybe getting into our teens so maybe not that young but um, I thought it was actually pretty spooky. So first, Justin, I want to know, did you enjoy the movie? And do you remember any fun parts or stupid parts from that movie? Oh yeah, man. I
1: loved the hell out of this movie. The first time I saw it, um, correct me if I'm wrong. 97, 98?
0: Uh, 98, 98. we in there. Yep.
1: 98. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we were just, we were little tots. I remember going to the theater to see this opening night with my neighbor and one of her friends, so I felt like a I was a big man. I was like, I'm going on a date with two girls tonight. I didn't even know what that meant.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I didn't have a I don't have a freckle in my, my pasta sauce. Double the cooties. Ooh
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> But seriously, like I, I just I don't know. I, I'm a sucker for the nostalgia that these movies brought forth from our childhood that we get to go back and watch and remember. Just how creepy it was. And I remember thinking that they really stuck the ending and they made this like cool, almost meta story out of it. Yeah. Rebecca Gayheart was awesome.
0: Yes. I mean, super creepy.
1: I think she introduced me to curly hair in in a good way. I was like, wow. (laughs) Hey, Uh, But seriously. And then, you know, like Robert England's in it and he's got this big part where he's the teacher and he's teaching the urban legend. It's like, there's so many levels to the story that like, I really do appreciate it.
0: Yeah. And you got to imagine like on paper This probably sounded like a slam dunk. Like, holy shit, you got Robert. You're looking, probably most likely, they probably thought of him when they started writing it. I'm not going to put words in their mouth. But, like, you got Robert England. You got Urban Legend. Like, it's a different spin on everything everybody else is doing. And it seems like it should be a slam dunk. Yeah. And I think there's a couple Urban Legends in this this, uh, movie that I remember being a little bit... A little bit scared about, I'll admit. So they had a few, right? Let me just list a few off off and we'll go back to them. But one is a killer in the back seat, right? Like when you get in your car, be sure, especially in the dark, to check your back seat because there could be an axe murderer just laying in the back waiting for you to start driving. Then he chops your head off or runs you off the road and kills you. That was one of them. Uh, The other one that I remember is Bloody Mary, right? Like you look in the mirror and you say Bloody Mary five times and then, you, you know, you get killed. She appears and kills one of you or all of you. The one that freaked me out, uh, because I was like, holy shit, this makes sense, because this was the age we were typically doing stuff like this, was if you eat a whole thing of Pop Rocks, (laughs) (laughs) and you digest it in, you know, you get it in your stomach, you give it a couple seconds, and then you chug a Coke or any kind of pop, your stomach will explode. And I remember watching that scene in the movie, and, uh, you know, he ate the thing of Pop Rocks, and he drank the Coke, and you just see him start foaming at the mouth. and like, basically, like, you think he's dead, right? You know in the movie he's probably not going to die, but, like, I just vividly remember, like, oh my god, this makes so much sense. Like, I eat Pop Rocks, I probably had pop before, like, is this real? You know, it's 12, 13 years old, like, this is, like, the perfect time for me to get freaked out of that. So I remember kind of staying away from Pop Rocks for a while, because... Folks, back then, the internet literally just came out. like It was like two years old by the time this movie came out. So what fucking reference do we have, <laughs> whether or not Pop Rocks and Pop will explode your stomach? Justin, I don't know if you were ever scared of that like I was.
1: I was very skeptical because, as you know, Mikey from Life Serial died that way. Yeah, you're right. Um, no, he actually didn't, but that was part of the urban legend. That the, And that's why I love this movie so much, because it takes... The urban legend, then it adds an urban legend to it. And there's all these different layers. And I, man, I used to love me some pop rocks, yeah. but I I tried it once. It doesn't kill you.
0: (laughs) Man, very risky of you. You're just like, yeah, let's go for it. I'm I'm living on the edge tonight. Mountain
1: Dew and pop rocks. I think this was like later in high school too. So
0: (laughs) Just skipping class, going out in the parking lot. Like, all right, this is the perfect spot. That was before, like, fucking, like, Diet Coke and Mentos. Just imagine whoever figured that shit out. Like, oh, my God. Mm. Um, but there's a couple more. Like, uh, you know, you get tied up. Your buddy is hanging from the tree. And it's, like, you if you drive forward, you can't really drive forward because it's bringing him up and hanging from the tree. And uh, it was just something really weird about it and kind of, you know, spooky about it. Headlights were, like, if somebody flashes headlights at you, like, they are basically mean they're going to turn around and kill you. Or if you do that to them and they turn their lights off and follow you and kill you. Like, that one was kind of weird. Um, Mm -hmm. And then then the really, I don't know, this one was just kind of out of left field. Like, her roommate was always having, like, really loud sex and she just put her headphones on and and then the one time that it keeps happening over and over again by, like, the third time, she's actually getting murdered. (laughs) And so she's just, like, the murderer kills her roommate, walks out, no issues, and then she wakes up to, like, a super dead roommate. So that one was actually kind of creepy. I don't know. But why would you stay in the room? Why Why would you? I don't know. I'm not a girl. Maybe that's what they do.
1: I don't know. College was, I imagine, very different in the 90s. So, <laughs> Yeah,
0: I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. But, um, you know, there's some other good movies out there. Urban Legends was one of those. I don't know if you have any out the top of your head. I definitely don't. I didn't do any research beforehand. But um, any other, like, modern-day Urban Legends or any other urban legends that you enjoyed listening to or, or looking into when you're growing up. I just, I feel like a lot of them were in this movie for me, but I don't know if you have any on the top of your head.
1: Yeah, we did a lot of Bloody Mary when we were younger, and I, you know, five, six, seven years old, like, legit believed in it. Yeah. Like, I was like, I, I remember, like, my cousins, my cousins were a few years older, and they were, they were some Rico's roughnecks, oof, um, they used to they used to like force us into the the bathroom at my grandpa's house and then do Bloody Mary and then one of them was hiding in like the shower, oh. so then they would jump out and they'd they'd spook you and, and <laughs> you're just like ah it's like <laughs> you guys are assholes yeah um, that was a big one um, I don't know I like like, I just Bigfoot,
0: I like Mothman like I like some of those more creepy ones where it's like. Is it real? Is it not real? You know, like there's such grainy, shitty footage of some of these or some super old pictures, but it's, or like Loch Ness Monster, like what the fuck is that
1: thing? I was just going to say that Loch Ness Monster was a big one growing up because my, I guess, step grandma had a rock from Lake Loch Ness and she always told us that she saw the monster when she got the rock. So we always, I, at least for me, like I always like took that as like, oh my gosh, Oh, An man. adult told me that the, the it's real, like it's it's real. <laughs> so I was a, I was a
0: stupid little kid. You stupid dummy! God, Krampus! <laughs> a, I didn't know. I thought it was just a movie. I didn't realize Krampus was actually a real thing. Did you know about that?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit. I, I I never watched the movie that sort of shed a light on it in a big way. I was more of like a Bill Goldberg and Santa Slay horror <laughs> movie Christmas. So
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, everybody else out there, if you guys got some of your favorite urban legends, let us know about it. Spook us. We want to get scared. We want you guys to get scared. So I hope you're listening to this under your covers with a flashlight. Uh, Probably from your phone, though, right? Because that's what you do nowadays. Um, So yeah, let us know about all your little spooky stories that you might have. Um, Moving on, I did watch... uh, You'd be proud of me. I know it's one of your all-time favorites, but I ended up watching the other night House of a Thousand Corpses because it's been a while. Uh, and I just, it made me kind of re-love those early Rob Zombie movies because they were just so off the wall and actually quite, quite scary. It's just kind of like that movie makes you uncomfortable in your own skin when you're watching it. Like it, not many movies do that for me, but I gotta give them props. Like I don't, I, I probably just wasn't paying enough attention when I watched it a long time ago, but when I sat there and like put my phone down and actually watched it all the way through this time, like. I was really fucking uncomfortable and I totally forgot about the whole uh <laughs> cave system with all the fucking weird creatures Dr. Satan and all that's like holy shit I totally forgot about that stuff. So I got I just had to let you know that I watched it cuz I know it's one of your I'm
1: s- I'm so happy that you did watch that. I I haven't watched it this year yet. It's we I name dropped it a few episodes ago as like one of my favorite like not Halloween movie but spooky movie yeah. And Spooky's not even right. I mean, it's like a, a a fair mix of Dahmer meets Hostel or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, you're right. And it's like, something about those families, it's kind of like, it's like the Burbs, right? Like, the family's so uh, creepy, crawly. Like, every time you hang out with them or see them, it's like something about them is just so off. And you know it is, right? It's Like, visually, they look off uh they just kind of have like that weird like you can smell them through the screen almost Um uh, and they're just so over the top and so ridiculous but it's like i just i just really enjoyed that movie and then i started to watch devil's rejects and then i just kind of you know i went to bed eventually but i i gotta finish devil's rejects that's been a long time too but um i don't know if you have a favorite of those two is devil's rejects because so far it's it's okay but it's not giving me like house of a thousand corpses vibe yet
1: and here's my thought on that. And I've I've seen The Devil's Rejects once, only one time, and I did not like it. Yeah. Because it I in my opinion, and I'm not saying that it's a bad movie, but it didn't it captured a different light of the Firefly family that didn't match to what I connected to in the first movie.
0: Yeah. Good point. So I I am so far, because watching them back to back, I got that, I'm about 30, 40 minutes into like an hour and 40 movie, so I'm definitely getting that too, like they kind of like kick it up a notch, weird to see them in the daytime, like just basically being psychopaths and like really torturing people, like it just, it doesn't have that spooky like R-rated monsters vibe. Like House Mm -hmm. of a Thousand Corpses did, which was really cool.
1: And House of a Thousand Corpses, when it came out, it was so perfectly timed and it was Rob Zombie. Everybody knew Rob Zombie from White Zombie. And it was like you knew that he was this massive horror movie fan because of the episode that he did of Cribs. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh shit. And that was <laughs> maybe a year or two before, and it really just shed a light, illuminated like his love for the genre. And nah, I think that movie is fantastic. My favorite scene is when the cop gets down on his knees and Otis pulls out the gun, and the camera slowly pans away for what seems like an eternity.
0: Yeah. It's like that must have and been a bam. giant fucking crane, dude. I thought it, I'm like, ooh, that's a drone. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. This was like 2005, so <laughs> it's yeah. A giant and it's just crane. like,
1: can you, can you imagine like, oh, you know you're gonna die, but the sadistic fucker just makes you piss your pants longer and longer, and he's just like, I'm gonna kill you, but
0: yeah, it's it's gonna <laughs> happen. You're you just are you done pissing yet? Okay, boom. But yeah, yeah. Because you,
1: (laughs) I would think that you would just be like at that point, just like just do it, please. I don't, I I can't. uh."
0: Yeah, make make any move, Goggins. Come on, like just. He was such a puss the whole time. He opens the shed and he starts crying and screaming. The second they say to drop your gun, he does. Like he just went out like such a puss. Oops, I probably would too. I'd probably shit my pants
1: instead of piss my pants. I, I, I I mean that's a good side question. Like, (laughs) I, I read it. I read an article from like a self defense expert. Yeah. Um recently and it was talking about how if you ever encounter somebody with a gun, your reaction should be to charge them. Oh. Not run away. Okay. But if you ever encounter somebody with a knife, oh. you run away. You yeah. do not charge them. Yeah. And I was I was like it just makes me think like I was just like what would I, I do in that situation? Would I have the balls to like defend myself i hope to never find out the answer to right. that
0: i know it's like you you what if you freeze up or tense up like you just how do you even practice for that situation you know like your Oof. your mind is probably just mine would turn to mashed potatoes i'd probably slur some words out of my mouth like i would have a mini stroke and huh. I, that would probably be my last words is like i am duncan and that would be it i don't even know what i just Oof. said but it sounded like hitler so let's move on uh, oops. No, oops. Um he's in the grave. Um no, I mean honestly, some of those movies though, it kinda got me in the kick. It it since we start, I don't know if you feel this way. I know you're you're a horror buff kind of all year round. Maybe it intensifies during Spooktober, which would make sense, but I've we've been watching so many like horror and scary movies lately that it's like this th- those movies watching them, or at least House of Thousands Thousand Corp- Corpses, kind of reignited my Halloween excitement. Because for me, it almost seems like Halloween already happened a couple times. Like since October 1st, like we get going, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, OK, four weeks, <laughs> four weeks later, oh, now it's Halloween. You know, like by that time, it's almost like feels a little bit over. So this that movie definitely reignited my um my kick for wanting to keep going and watch more scary, scary
1: movies. Ooh, I like I like to hear that.
0: And in doing so. Um, I did not watch Halloween Ends, but I had to read about it. So don't yell at me. Don't hate me. I knew we <laughs> wanted to talk about it a little bit. So for anybody out there that hasn't seen Halloween Ends, we'll give you like five seconds to break away and come back to, you know, fast forward like five minutes from now. But um, a few spoilers here. Uh, I heard some, I, I read some mixed reviews. I heard some people were very kind of upset slash, you know, It was just a really weird ending, according to a lot of people. So I'm like, huh. The fact that people aren't, like, out there, like, I don't know, saying, like, oh, my God, this is the best way to end Michael and finish him off for good and end this quote-unquote series, even though it's not going to be the forever end, at least for just these three movies or, you know, even before that. But, like, I read it. And I was, and I actually saw, I actually watched the scene on YouTube, like the ending scene of them in the kitchen and what happened from that point on. And then him being carried like a hero, like Spider-Man into the, not even a wood chipper, was that like an industrial, just de- <laughs> destroyer of whatever we want to call it. But uh, overall, Justin, I want to hear your thoughts first, because mine don't matter as much as yours, I'll say on this topic, because this has been kind of a long time coming. So I want to know. What did you think of the ending? Was it satisfying? Was it? Did you like it? Dislike it?
1: So I'll I'll break my review down into a couple different chapters. Sure. Um, the first chapter will be to acknowledge the fact that I don't think what Danny McBride did with the first one, Halloween Kills or Halloween Ends, was any bit of quality. I think the movies all sucked.
0: Mm. Like,
1: I just, I don't, I know people have stroked his ego endlessly after the first one. And I watched it and it was okay. Sure. Halloween Kills, like, it was just confusing. Yep. And then um, the next chapter in my rant, uh, Halloween Ends was just a bad movie. Mm. Like, it didn't make sense. Michael Myers played a very small, sorry if this is a spoiler, He plays a very small role. They try to retread some other things where, like, I think the guy's name is Cody, becomes, like, the new Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. And, like, it just doesn't make sense. It was brutal, like, in watching it and seeing some of the death scenes. It, that was enjoyable like oh my right. gosh when he, when he kills the DJ and he rips off his tongue and then he throws it on the the turntable <laughs> I was like holy moly <laughs> that is that looks awesome yeah <laughs> but and then you know the ending was just kind of I don't know I just because you know it's not the end of Halloween that they're gonna wait seven years and reboot it again so it's like what's right. the point
0: right and and like uh... And what they, because I did watch Halloween Kills a couple weeks ago, um, and it had a lot of issues with it, right? Like the whole mob mentality, and like we're gonna destroy this hospital because we thought we saw Michael, even though the oh dude's gosh. not like six foot four and four three hundred pounds. He's like some short maniac that's just, like, half-clothed. Anyways, uh, what was it? Evil dies tonight, or evil ends tonight. Oh, my God. So
1: many times. I don't know
0: who greenlit that in every scene. Like, and hey, by the way, folks, just remember, evil dies tonight. Yeah, we got it. Uh, I didn't like any of that. That movie was dumb, and some of the kills were cool. Very, very cool kills. But this one and the way it kind of ended, like, I I thought what they really built up there at the end, which I thought was going to be an epic final finale conclusion was guys he can't die this, he is supernatural when he kills he becomes stronger like he can heal mm-hmm. himself he will not die if he keeps killing so how do we defeat this guy and that was supposed to be the answer to the question was all right Danny McBride in Halloween ends how does he die oh let's see she gets him down on the floor in a kitchen and slits his throat oh
1: and his wrist
0: oh and his wrist sorry uh Slits them both, and apparently that's that. He somehow found found his way on the floor
1: uh, for the first time. <laughs> or probably, t- you know. <laughs> and that's and that's my problem with the the bridge between kills and ends, is we see him just destroy what that team of like oh, twelve yeah. firefighters. Yeah. And then he he takes on like fifty people. Yep. But Laurie Strode puts a knife in his hand into a table and that's it. Oh, whoa. Well, his hand can't move. So he
0: yeah, clearly this, can't
1: still, yep, and then they put him is. into a meat grinder, yeah. <laughs> which I mean, it's, it's to me. Like, I feel like that was like the equivalent of like what you and I would have wrote for the ending. If we were in seventh grade and they're like, how do you kill Michael Myers? Yeah. Well, easy. You, 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 throw a refrigerator on him and you tie down his hands and then you slash his throat and then you slash his wrist and then you put him into a meat grinder and then his body's just destroyed. At that point it's like,
0: yeah, our minds would definitely go like Looney Tunes style. Like you put him in a bank vault, then you put him in this, then you put him in a rocket ship, then you send it to the sun and then he blows up.
1: Right. Like,
0: (laughs) Like, okay. But like, even the way I was, I had to stop and pause when they were carrying his body and everybody was passing it over them like, oh, here he is. We're going to deliver him to the meat grinder. Like, the only thing I thought about was the fucking Spider-Man where they're carrying him over from the little sub, the like, the L train when he saved the day and he passed out. Like, careful, he's a hero. It's like, why, why are all these people fucking there? Don't people have jobs? <laughs> you know, like, it's one guy, I get it. Um, but, like, I don't know. There was... It would have been great if at least they had fun with it and like, I don't know, knowing Danny McBride I'm, I'm surprised he like went he stuck to his serious guns and then say like, listen, we're going to take his head and we're going to put it in the meat grinder. Then we're going to take his torso and we're going to feed it to the lions. Then we're going to take his legs and whatever. Right? Like feed it to a shark. That way, <laughs> there's no way he can piece himself back together again. At least like, you know, like an end credits gag reel almost with, with doing something like that. Because like, I don't know. I don't know how that was the way to do it. Like after years and years and years of buildup, that was the way for him to go. It, uh, to me, it didn't was, have like a poetic ending. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And I, I, at one point I did think that the movie was going to end because she's, she's writing a book about her experiences, mind yeah. you, that it was going to have like a Roseanne ending <laughs> where she finishes yeah. the final chapter of her book and writes the end. And then you yeah. realize that everything that occurred in the movie was just in her head or Ooh. some crap. Around. Yeah, yeah she, So I was, <laughs> I was glad that didn't happen. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like her, basically, she thought she escaped the psych ward. And what was that? Was that Halloween H2O or some shit? I know they're oh, all geez. not even pieced together anymore. I remember bringing that like movie tree up of how they're all interconnected. It was such a fucking headache. Um, but what? Justin, if you had to take a guess, how many years till they reboot the thing?
1: Seven. Okay. I'll give them seven years. I'll say 2030, we'll have Halloween H3O.
0: What the... (laughs) It's more than water. It's the wet type of water. Um, (laughs) It's the
1: essence of life.
0: (laughs) But, like, what... All right. As a writer, Justin, I got to put you on the spot. Like, where how do you see this movie being rebooted? Like how, how do they bring Michael Myers quote unquote back to life and make it, have it make meaning that's not even good English, but like <laughs> have it mean something and be substantial enough, but not be a do over of what we've seen probably what 14 times now.
1: They, I honestly, like I, I hate to say it cause it's going to sound lazy, but they, they can't bring him back in this timeline. They'll have to blow up everything and go a Rob Zombie style and try it anew. Okay. Which I will not put past them in doing because they they're just printing money at that point. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah. yeah. Go, what, what do you think?
0: I <laughs> I have I don't know why my mind went there. My somebody's gonna need to study the brain, but uh, I almost thought of like kind of cyberpunk future Tokyo. Where it's like dark, you know, it's it's dark out, but it's neon light city. Almost like Blade Runner style, where it's like a new age killer and it is Michael. And like, they have to like, they can't have the mask anymore in that same format. It can't be William Shatner anymore. Like, they gotta find a new way. If they're gonna reinvent or reboot Michael, like, they gotta switch up the mask. A lot of people will probably hate it. Some people will love the risk that they take, but go to like modern day or futuristic Tokyo. And it's just like a guy in the night that just stalks and kills people. And there's just so many Mm. people there and he's able to cover his tracks. And again, what's his motive? I have no fucking clue. Is it a brother or sister? Is it a mentally crazy guy? Or is it just a serial killer that heard about this from 400 years ago when he read the book? I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) but it's gotta be Japan and he's gotta have a samurai sword. (laughs) Like, uh, fucking, what's it called? Like, Final Fantasy. There, we brought a full circle. Like, the giant fucking sword.
1: No mask. Nothing to do with the original (laughs) movie.
0: All vaporwave. Oh, shit. Outrun music. synth wave shit. Hey, dude. If we... Hey, you...
1: You got something going.
0: I'm thinking. Just mark my words, folks. I hope I get a cut. Hope I get some cut. Not cut, though. But just, you know, a cut.
1: Or, 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 what if... What if... Okay, and bear with me. <laughs> what if when he gets digested into the meat grinder, oh. or what epic accelerating wood chipper, whatever you called it, yeah. it actually like is a portal to like an alternate time travel dimension, and Michael Myers goes back to the Wild Wild West? Oh God, that would be so good. <laughs> so I... now we have a time traveling Michael Myers, and he's he's victorian age killing and stabbing and then <laughs>
0: hey what you do you know, there, partner maybe,
1: <laughs> and maybe that's how it connects to your your futuristic tokyo
0: oops oh yeah and goggins can be in it in the wet in the wild wild west of course oh hey there partner what you do what you up to like the gemstones i think you guys are watching the gemstones right
1: i i, I watched it yeah I God, what's it. his
0: fucking name buddy love or some shit or uncle somebody oh somebody weird uh, but, but fucking, yeah, I mean, Halloween ends, give it a break, give it a rest, come back to the table. But I mean, there's loyal fans. I can, these franchises ever die, Justin, are these ever going to officially go away? Like that's my, I'll say my last side quest of the day for you, Justin is, will there ever be a stop for Freddie and Jason and Michael? I'm just naming like, let's say the top three, there might be others, but Will they ever come to an end and, like, start, you know, hopefully people will create a new one, right? Like, are these ever going to end, again, I'll say it for 50 million times.
1: Not in the near future. I think that when our generation dies out and these movies aren't nostalgic to people in 2133, I mean, yeah, by then, I mean, it's just going to be you put a plug in your head and you go into like <laughs> a, an experience where you are in Ooh. the movie and then you can die. But that sucks. So I like that, get yeah. your get your money back.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> God. God. What and it would probably be, you know, a court. You know, for some reason we all think it would go into our head, but the science would probably make it go into our butt. You sit in the seat, mm. it plugs in your butt. You, you, your eyes go uh, gloss over, and then when you die in the movie, you, you're done. You leave the movie. Some people make it to the end, and you get your money back. Other people, sorry, you're dead. You're and dead.
1: that's just a that's just a way of 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 controlling the population.
0: I like that. Well, with that, everybody, you are now mind-controlled. Thanks for listening this long. You're probably hypnotized. And uh, please donate all of your monies to the SideQuest pod. That would be great because we could use some. So, everybody, enjoy your spooky weekend. We've got one more week until uh, the Halloween weekend. It's coming. Let us know what you're going to dress up as. and Let us know the costumes, the movies, all the spooky things that you're up to. We've got another episode coming by next Friday, so we still got a lot more spooky things to talk about. So we'll get we'll get talking about books and music and candies and all the fun spooky things that happen. So stick with us, and we will see you next week. So Justin, with that, I don't know. I'm thinking meat grinder. We're going through it, the Wild Wild West. So maybe um, maybe you are you're Michael going through the meat grinder, and I'm Will Smith who just came through the portal. From the Wild Wild West to see your last moments.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Let me let me channel my inner uh, being ground up like. Okay. Pork. Okay. Here we go.
0: Oh hey yo what's up man what hey get your fucking body out of my meat grinder. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I had to go the Jader route. The Chris Rock yeah. route.
1: Well, that was that was it.